Hey guys, welcome to the Mom Voice. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. With seven kids between the two of us, we know what a wild ride parenting can be. But that it's also the most rewarding job any of us will ever do. As longtime best friends, we've been together for a lot, helping each other all along the way. And now we're sharing our journeys with you, letting you in on our day-to-day to hear what's working in our homes and what's not. Each week, we'll be sitting down to talk all the things, from parenting to TV, relationships to self-care. We'll cover it all. So whether you're a stay-at-home mom or empty nester, join us here to get informed and help your family thrive. Together, we'll figure it all out. Welcome to your Mommy Morning Show. Before we get started, we want to talk to you about the Wally phone case. If you've listened to us for any amount of time, you know that Lauren and I love our Wallys. It really is the only phone case that we'll use now. We love all the patterns and new designs released recently, and we love the leather case with thread detail. I could not live or function without the loop anymore. It has a great loop for your finger to help hold, multitask, and as well a pocket for your credit card's license. I don't even carry a wallet anymore. It really is awesome, and we think that the Wally is like the perfect holiday gift. So make sure to go check it out while you're listening to this episode at wallycases.com. That's W-A-L-L-I cases.com. And at checkout, make sure to enter code MOMVOICE for 15% off your total order. This is one of the best deals you'll find out there. And we really think it could be a great holiday gift. Again, that's wallycases.com, W-A-L-L-I cases.com and enter code MOMVOICE for 15% off your total order. All right, guys. Well, we are going to kick off this episode talking about one of our favorite subjects. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What we're watching at the moment. Lauren and I talk about this a lot offline. I know. Actually. One of my favorite things to talk about. I know. And it used to be like, what are we watching at the movies on the weekends? What are we seeing? But like, I feel like now everything is streaming. TV. I know. I was just talking about this the other day with my sister. I, I feel kind of like movies are a dying art, which is like so unfortunate and heartbreaking to think. But everybody wants more. Actually, you and your husband, your husband and I were talking about this at work one day. We were just saying how people want more. Oh, yeah. They don't want that two hour. They the want love the, is blind they want thing the 12 killed me. episode season. Yes. More, more, more. Love we is all, blind this year was like three episode releases a week and yes. it killed me. I and like, I do no. think they're smart to do that. I do Ugh. kind of like the spread out because you do just want to binge it in 48 hours and you glued to your TV. But- we all just want more content, more stuff, more, more, more. If it's more reels, more TV, more oh, series, more. So we just all want more. Oh, my gosh. Well, funny enough, I just saw a quote from Jen Aniston, oh, which uh-huh. I would actually classify her as a TV star. Would yeah, you not? True, true. I mean, come on, Jen. But it said something like the um, what did she say? She was like the age of the movie star is dead or something like that. 1000%. She pretty much was saying, and I'm killing, I'm murdering this comment, but she said something like there are no more movie stars. Like it's gone. Well, 100% my take on that is not because the movies are not as big anymore. It's because influencers and YouTubers rule the world. I think a child, a teenager, even myself would probably be more starstruck seeing my favorite over Brad Pitt? No, I guess Come starstruck on. is the wrong word. But we also, our generation, that's what we're conditioned to no, is Brad Pitt. not one part oh, my of me. Child, my children would much more rather see some YouTuber they follow 
than anybody on a TV show. If Austin Moon was to walk into my house, (laughs) all three of my kids would crap their pants. I know. I'm telling you, I just think it's what they're consuming. And kids and kids and even adults these days are not consuming the movies like they were. I think influencers are more of the famous people to the next generation. Yeah, that's fair. And we can thank the Kardashians for that. I know. Weird. Totally. I just listened to the Even the Rich podcast on Wondery. You love that. Oh my God. Gosh, I do love it. They take like these little mini series and they profile like celebrities, whatever. One of them was on the Kardashians. Oh, I'm sure. Oh my gosh. So interesting. And kind of like, anyway, whatever. And they have like legit changed our culture. Oh yeah. It's crazy. From reality TV to business, to, the lips, to money, to the, butts, the bodies, to the body, like all of it. It's bizarre. It Lauren. is crazy that like, they are, they're a phenomenon for oh sure. Oh my gosh. No, what I thought you were going to say is that there were no more movie stars because movie stars are now in TV. Yeah, like right. The series are the right, yeah, right. Like think of Yellowstone, right. Kevin Costner. Kevin like Costner. in the nineties, it's like Bodyguard. Um, right. What's it? Um, um, Dances with Wolves. Right. Like they all these huge movies. Have, they would have Lapped. not been caught dead on a TV show. Oh, totally. Like, if ABC would have approached them. Totally. They'd been like, yeah, right. But these new dramas and these like you know Game of Thrones and all this crap. I mean, that is the new like just the new. Well, it. Let's be real, like. It, the Netflix era, they stepped up the production. Oh, like yeah, they yeah, are like yeah. like shows like yeah. Oh, Game well, they of have their own movies now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they have their like, own full length production movies as well as TV. It is crazy. But just like the scenery, the, it's like movie quality. Yeah, man, what a tangent. Okay, what are you watching at the moment? Well, at the moment, I'm finishing Love is Blind because of Sarah's demand. Tell me what you think. She loves it. It's been really good. I'm like on episode seven. So I have a few more to go. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like very intriguing. Very like just such a variety of people. And you're not binging it? uh, I'm trying to. Gosh, life just is so in my way. I was literally just like, Netflix, give me more. Now. I I want it. And then George and I just started 1883 together. And so Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. So we're just like barely like episode two. And we love a good like era piece. And I love Tim McGraw and I love that Faith Hill's in this with him. And so I'm excited to see. I've heard it's really good. It's kind of a prequel Mm -hmm. to Yellowstone. And there's only one season and people really like it. So we'll see. Interesting. Is Faith a good actress? So far, again, I'm barely into it. Actually, she's surprising me. Interesting. I mean, yeah. I've seen, seen him well. in a few things. I've yeah, never he, seen her. He And I mean, I think he's very pretty He's in my favorite good. Christmas movie of all time. Right, right. Or Christmas is, yep. you guys. Yep, he is, <laughs> he's the best. Tim McGraw. And he's in a good, really few good movies, like um, Blindside or um, uh, right. Friday Night Lights. I mean, he's yes. been in a few things that he's like, that one with Gwyneth all Paltrow. All the country movies. Yeah, a lot of country. <laughs> totally. What about you? All right. Kind of bizarre, polar opposites of each other. But over the weekend, I went ahead, Lauren, and I paid for the Hallmark movie app. <laughs> yes, you told us. That is so good. Oh, How f- Hallmark movies now. I've been binging all my Hallmark Christmas movies. And it's so funny. I have favorites from years past that I rewatch every single year. And I just love them. They make me, make me happy. It's so formulaic, but like, I just love it. And then... My latest binge, as of like literally 24 hours ago, oh my gosh, um, is the vow. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, who's in that? Who's in that? No, no, it's a documentary, a docu series. Let's On? say Nexium. 
Do you know Nexium? No, I have no <gasps> idea what you're talking about. Keith Raniere? No. Oh, Lauren, you're going to die. Oh, it on? What, 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 what oh, is it on? Oh, cults, brainwashing, branding, sex trafficking. Netflix? Oh, my gosh. HBO Max. Okay. And I'm deep, Lauren. And we're not talking their quick episodes. They're each an hour, and I'm seven in. <laughs> oh, my God. Literally in the past 24 hours. I'm so I've 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 listened to if any of you know about him, I've listened to a podcast on him like years ago. He's he's I don't know if you call it. a Yeah, you call it a cult. Anyway, yes, he started this self-improvement thing called Nexium and got a lot of famous people in it. Do you know the, the girls from Smallville? You remember Smallville? Yes. Oh, that girl. She that got was, arrested. Yes, girlfriend. And she, went, she went to jail, right? Girlfriend. Oh my gosh! I have to talk about TV. A TV star going to jail. I. Ooh. T- Ooh. I just read this on my way here. But let's finish this, and I'll. No, talk. there's nothing. I haven't finished it, so I don't want to speak to it yet because it might go really dark and really like crazy. I know the story. I've listened to like Do you a know few. It? See, I don't know. Oh the yeah, story I've listened line. to like a few. Um, one hour podcasts on it here and there. So I know like the high level, but this is like going deep and it's hardcore. One of the girls who was in Star Wars, the new Star Wars, she was in it. And she's like a key defactor who like goes against him and brings him out. Oh, it's gnarly. You're going to have to watch it. It's like a documentary. It's not actors. No, no, no. It's like real. And funny enough, they have all, this is what blows my mind. When these people have this footage, like, what was it? Um, that Netflix documentary of the the cam, the guy across the street who murdered his family. Remember, they did that whole documentary on Netflix. Do you remember what I'm talking about? With what the was camera? the next door, the killer next door, or girl? What am I talking about? That one Netflix documentary. Remember, he like took his kids and put them in the barrels. Oh, the guy, but, uh, the, uh, the American story the or killer something. Ne- something. But remember, there was like footage yes, of, of what's police, going on. At least camps. Yeah, yeah you're that's right. what I'm trying to say. When they like have that. they have all this, these documentaries find all this like live footage to put together documentaries. It just kind of blows my mind. I'm like, how do they foresee this being a story? I don't know. Anyway. So, yeah, there's like all this like real footage of like the past 15 years where he's like, doing his thing and it's just so oh my gosh weird. i can't wait to get into it girl I, I i needed a good real life true crime oh it's so disturbing it's so disturbing this is my short list right now okay tell me the crown season five oh, yeah. i gotta watch that yeah it's yeah. charles and diana and the divorce and everything yep uh new one recommended new recommendation called the english on i think it's apple or maybe hbo i think apple never heard that. and it's um emily blunt and it looked supposed to be very good. And then Severance, also on Apple, actually. Wait, and I've heard that, that is fascinating. Wait, why? Very I... interesting thriller. Who's in that? That guy from, um, you know his face. He's um, he's in Big Little Lies. He's Reese Witherspoon's husband. Kind of that goofy looking da- dude. Kind of a nose. Anyways. Anyway. So those are three that are on my short list that are supposed to be very good dramas. Okay. Okay. The, follow me around the room with this. Two things to echo our conversation. The first, I read on my way over here. You know that show, Chris Lee's No Best? 
Todd and whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chrisley? Chris, 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 right? Chris Chrisley? Chris Chrisley. Why like do this, I think his first name's Chris? The Southern, like, yeah, kinda Chris, he's funny, kind of funny, family. Um, Femi. Femi. Like, but he's, is, like, rich, and his family is Georgia family, and just, like, whatever. They both were sentenced to prison for, like, 10 years <gasps> for fraud. What? Like, 10 years. Yes. No, what, his daughter is a famous podcaster. Well, and Anne, Whoa. on the same note, today, her son, this morning I read... Chrisley's son was in a bad car accident. And no. then just that popped up that they got their sentence and they're going away for like 10 years. And Wait, I'm just for like, what again? Fraud. And what does that mean? Like some sort of money fraud like thing. pyramid scheme? I don't know. I don't know. But I, and oh, like, I just wow. am like, this is nuts. I feel like I've seen a lot of headlines of like semi-famous people going to prison all of a sudden. Like another girl, and you probably knew the case and I don't even know, but it's all over about this other woman I don't even know. Wait, Anyways, who? It's uh, hold on. Let me look Pause, it up. We're pausing. Okay, it's Elizabeth Holmes with this Theranos founder it's, case. It's so ooh. I saw that, and then the Brittany Griner. She's going away. Like she's at the like actual prison now for nine years, and yes. I just like am sick to my stomach. I know. Like she's holding a sign in the at the the you know the bars, and she's wearing like her Phoenix Mercury shirt. I'm just like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Oh, just like, imagine being her wife. Though. Oh, I can't even. And oh, just like, but did you ever the terror? Stop I, crying. Russian prison, women's prison, and I saw this interview of this woman that got released recently from that prison. Yeah. She just spoke against like Putin, and she got thrown in, and just how like terrifying it is, like how horrible and scary it is every day. And that's where it's and they like, work fifteen okay, hours a day. U.S. government, free, step up, flex your and, like, muscles, and make flex it happen. Your muscles, make it and, like, happen. Don't let her be Save her. a symbol for oh, like it's Putin's terrifying. power. Ew. Do you know that she's just like a pawn in this little sick governmental game? game. His game. Yep. So, ooh. Okay. Before we move on from the TV thing, well, the random prison people that just went to jail for their TV. But the other thing I wanted to say is all those shows that I've recommended, obviously, are probably like, we've talked about this again and again and probably have many F words in it. And we were talking the other day on how out of place the F word feels sometimes in these older shows, like 1883, like he said the F word. And I'm like, that's oh. just so out of place. <laughs> and it's like, the F word really they didn't was, say that that back was really round yet. Or like even in like the older, like, you know, like old King times oh, and girl, whatever. But no, I had a conversation with my sister-in-law the other day and she actually said that very same thing. And my father-in-law said, well, no, actually F word's been around for a really long time. Do you know what it stands for? Yes, don't you? Do you? No. Yes. She just mouths sex to me. Yes, it absolutely does. means sex. No, but F-U-C-K, do you know what that stands for? Oh. Then it is sex. It's fornication under consent of the king. Shut up. Yes, it is. It literally goes medieval back. Medieval times. Medieval times. No, it doesn't. Fornication under consent of the king. So, you know, of course, like infidelity and affairs back then, you'd be like stoned or I killed. I have to process what that just means. Okay. Fornication under consent. So the king under is signing off on of the fornication. The yeah. Is that so what like that his, means? I, what, from what He's I, giving his okay for the fornication. What I'm gathering is it's uh, probably his little his posse. His mistresses. And his little posse that gets to bang every little mistress at the, or every little damsel at the castle. When everyone else, if you like committed infidelity or affair, you're like stoned. You're like killed. Like there was like the worst thing you could do is break, you know, whatever. Oh, cheat. my Gosh, um, but I guess who in the world told you that again? Um, Lin- well, my father-in-law told Lindsay that, and then <gasps> she told me that, and I looked it up on Wikipedia, and it is oh. actually under that. Wait, so does like every word have a 
a, a meaning like, like that? Like an acronym? No. Like but, I'm thinking and, of a few enough, others. But funny enough, think about like the F word does mean usually to like have sex or whatever. But that's what that's what that's implying too back in medieval times. And so that was the conversation. The F word wasn't even around back in these like 1700, 1800 shows. And then it was, well, actually it kind of was probably not in that term we use it or they use it on TV, but I'm like, I guess supposedly oh, it's from actually, that time. They did like everything we've ever done from like the beginning of time. I know. The, like, right. Like all the things. All Let's the, be real. So I like social standards where it was frowned upon to talk about in public, but I'm pretty sure like all the things went on. I was on. like, that's so interesting. I did not know that. Oh my goodness. Before we go any further, we want to talk to you about my life in a book. Looking for a really cool gift to impress your parents, grandparents, or loved ones? A really great choice comes from the sponsor of today's episode, mylifeinabook.com. They offer a fun way to get to know your loved ones better, collect timeless memories for future generations, and bring the family together. It's simple. You select from a series of fun and exciting questions that you wouldn't think to ask, such as, what's the funniest memory you have of your siblings? Or, do you have a secret you never told your own parents? Then it gets emailed to them. They write an answer and even attach a meaningful photo. This happens every single week, and at the end of the year, they all get compiled and printed into a beautiful keepsake book that you can get copies of for your entire family if you want. And to make sure that you preserve it digitally in case anything happens to the physical copies, you can also get it in audio format, which we totally love. With mylifeinabook.com, you can show your loved ones that they're meaningful to the family and help build their legacy. I've tried it in the past with a family member and they totally Loved it. To save $10 off your first purchase, head over to mylifeinabook.com and at checkout, make sure to enter promo code MOMVOICE. Again, that's mylifeinabook.com and enter code MOMVOICE for $10 off your first purchase. So I saw this kind of um, floating around the Instagram and I just loved it so much. I sent it to my our girlfriends, our, our Instagram... <laughs> my text thread, and then also my family's text thread. And it was it's called the top five regrets of the dying. And it was put together. <laughs> I know, tears. It's like very tender and heartwarming, but also like such a good, true reminder. It was put together by, her name's Bronnie, not Bonnie, Bronnie Ware. And she was an Australian nurse um, of the hospice, like a hospice nurse. So she obviously spent a lot of time with the elderly that were dying. And these were some accumulated um, over the last few months of their death, like just from a lot of people, like kind of the top five things that people regretted. And I do feel life. like I've kind of like throughout the course of my adulthood, I don't know. I, I feel like I've seen these types of things mentioned in like whatever, like corporate speeches or Sunday school lessons or like whatever. These little things will be integrated here and there, like of people's dying regrets pretty yeah, much is what they right, say. Right. But I thought this one was like, so it summarized everything so good. And it just hit home for me, like right now, personally in my life, in a lot of ways, I feel like I'm kind of at a point in my, I don't know, parenting journey or adulthood where I was saying to Lauren earlier, like I'm kind of coming out of the fog of like, the baby years in a weird way, the the like play date years, Luke is off at kindergarten now and you kind of find yourself like, 
I, I don't know. It's like really hit me hard the last little bit of like, they're kind of out of my realm, like out of my constant the um, nest. Yeah. Yeah. What do they I say? Are. Like, it's, right. it's weird. Like, I don't think I really recognized it with my other two because I still had him like even at preschool, right? Like it's shorter days, you're dropping off, you're picking up like whatever. I don't know. It's like really hit me lately. Like how little I see them truly like it's pickup homework after school activities um you know dinner time bath time bedtime and let's do it all over again like it's right. just like man I can really see a how it starts to go really really fast how people say that but then b I feel like it kind of does free my mind up to a degree in a way to where it's like what am I filling that time with and like I don't know, just some things I've been considering in my own life that I literally replied the teary eye emoji to Lauren's text. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so tender. Yeah. We have to talk about this. So No, I, I do think that these five things are like kind of just core through and through, through like prin- not principles, but just ideas in our lives and everybody's lives, no matter what stage you're in or really what scenario you're in or like if it's if you're in a good stage or a tough stage of life but these all are really helpful. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and read what the the list is, the five things, and then we'll kind of dissect how some of these really affected us and mean a lot to us. So number one was, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. In parentheses, every male patient said this, felt like they missed their children's youth and partner's companionship. Three, I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. Four, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. And five, I wish that I had let myself be happier, realized happiness was a choice. <laughs> Tear. Yeah, like, Tear wow. the tears. Yeah. And just to know, like, maybe like an older man, yeah, on his deathbed, just thinking these things. I said just last week, the worst thing in life is a regret for me. Like I literally said that about my birthday last week is like, I just don't want to have regrets. I think that's a really like one of the worst sentences, meaning like sentence, like punishment to somebody is like to really feel a strong sense of regret because it's just nothing can change that for you. And so it's like, as you move forward, it's really important for me to have really intentional choices so that I don't look back and think, I should have done it different. I should have done this different. I wish it wasn't that way because it's really hard to feel that. Well, crazy callback to what we were just talking about. Yeah. (laughs) I'm relating everything to the show I'm watching right now. (laughs) But this Nexium documentary, literally today I'm watching it. And this Keith Ranieri guy, he says, Ranieri, I don't remember how you say his name, but he says something about this exact topic. He was talking to this person and like brainwashing her, but I thought it was like a pretty profound message essentially but he was like and i'm butchering this guys but he says something to like well you know what the you know the definition of regret right and the girl is like no what and he goes well the famous saying is that when you're on your deathbed you're visited by the person you could have become like the version of yourself you could have become and that is the true version of regret like your unrealized potential or dreams or the missed time with your family or your friends or like the happy version of yourself. That's the regret that you're visited with at your deathbed. 
That's what he says in this documentary. I know. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. gosh. That was on the show. How ironic. Wow. Total callback. But yes, this was such an awesome post. And I think a few of them really hit home with me a little more than others. And we wanted to dive into a few of them really quick. We don't have a ton of time here. But um, so, yeah, that that very first one, um, being true to yourself, right? It's this whole version of like our authentic self. And I know this is like such a buzzword now, especially if you're in the realm of like psychology or if you work in that field or if you're tuned into any of that. Um, I know this is a very like hot topic as of the past probably five years when you say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of I mean, I don't want to like simplify it, but the whole like be you, you know, Um, Don't be afraid to be who you are, those types of things. But I was telling Lauren, like, it's something I've been doing a lot of thinking about lately because I do feel like it's something that's really core to, like, my mental health, essentially. And so let's back up. So to kind of identify, like, the true meaning of, like, what it means to be true to your authentic self, it's essentially when you are doing things for your own motivations and not for the motivations of others. So like, and it can, it does not have to be like huge things for like gender, religion. It doesn't even have to be that. It can be down to like the smallest choice of like what movie you want to see or what TV show you want to watch that night with your husband. Like it's, it's like being comfortable enough, being confident enough to like have your opinion matter in the moment right and and being able to like express that being able to well, isn't that one of the points like being able to share their opinions share your yeah, yeah share sharing your, feelings. your feelings so it's kind of like this whole thing of like authenticity i've learned i've read a lot about it as of late and it's funny it's something that our generation come to find out is really struggling with like exponentially because we're being fed very inauthentic stuff all day long via social media, right? So they're saying like studies that are coming out, um, you know, the invention of the smartphone essentially put little computers in our hands like all day. And it gives people the ability to like feed us information, feed us images, feed us all the stuff all day long. And like, it's, it takes a lot of control to kind of filter that and stay on top of what it's doing to us subconsciously. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's interesting because I almost feel like it would be the opposite. In what way? I just feel like today's world is so open and accepting that people can be where act almost any way that, you know, any way. And it's like, yeah, acceptable. It's accepted. And people want to love you as you are and take you as you are. And I think even like so much that I feel like a lot of walls and like barriers are being broken down of even like restrictions and like, you know, even in like churches, I feel like church and faith and stuff is kind of like looks different than it did when I was a kid where it was very like structured in black and white and specific. And, and now it's like, we're in this moving world where like anything goes and it's like, and any, and it's, it's, it's hard to even, you know, see, I don't know. 
No, totally agree. I think we, again, because of the internet, because of the smartphones, we have been exposed to a variety of not only cultures, but like ways of life. And like, there's been a whole like movement, especially in the past two years to very much like make space, be accepting. And I I think all of that's valid a hundred percent. But within those like silos, right, within like, let's say our culture, right, our our 30 something mom culture that we're living, there are things that we're fed every day and reinforced. Right. So, yes, like what you're saying, I think is valid. But I think like we are still being so much um, conditioned to like what our bodies should look like, what's fashionable, like how we should act, words we should say, like so many little things that like almost if you're not actively engaged in like assessing what you believe and what you like the clothes you want to wear, like, you know what I mean? What you want your hair to look like, like what makeup you want to wear, not what the influencer is telling you you should be wearing. Right. Like, that's what they're talking about is like within each of these little subsects of the of society, it's it's taking away a lot of like back in the day, you just had yourself, your feelings and your community, right? Mm-hmm. You had books, you had like your social circle, but like there wasn't so much opinion, news media. There wasn't like so much crap being thrown at us constantly and so much expectation to like live up to something yeah. or show up to something yeah. or have mm-hmm. an opinion on something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. So this has been a topic like super important to me lately and something I've been really just scratching the surface on. And if you're interested at all, I mean, I don't know hardly anything about it, but it's the whole, you can go Google like authentic self and a ton of things will come up. There's a lot of like psychology behind it all, but essentially it's just saying that like, don't lose yourself in the pursuit to make other people happy. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I think it's easy to like try to live up to expectations and be the people pleaser and try to, you know, constantly be worried about what other people want or think or think of you. But like, if you're not loving yourself, if you're not healthy, happy in your own skin, if you're not finding peace in your own life, no one else is going to give that to you. And you really have to find what is going to help you find the joy and happiness. And that's another one. And we'll go into that of just really happiness is a choice and being happy who you are is going to help you find that happiness. Totally. And I don't, I don't like the whole, um, I don't know. I don't like oversimplifying things. I do think that like as humans, we're built this way for a reason. Like, I think there is something to adapting and like fitting into the crowd. (laughs) Like, I do think we kind of have a herd mentality as like people, human beings. Um, And I think there's something very important about that, like being able to like teach your children that like there is safety in numbers and like there is something to be said for like being able to adapt and be flexible. And so I don't want to make it sound like I'm a proponent of like, go rage against the machine. Like, that's not me at all. I very much think that there are systems in place for like society and cultures that have served us very well 
over the thousands of years that we've all been on the planet. And I actually think that maybe a lot of chaos could ensue if we all just pursued our own personal pleasures. So it's a fine line. I don't know. Yeah. Number two is I wish I hadn't worked so hard and, you know, just not missed the life with the children, the family. I mean, men, women, moms always feel the mom guilt of like the juggle of life and jobs and all the things that we have to get done. I don't know. Um, I think this one, I think there's a lot of dads that, you know, think that being the breadwinner in business comes first and foremost at, and the family might come second. And I think that's old, very traditional thinking too, of like, I work and I come home and dinner's on the table and then I get to put my feet up and you do the kids. That does not happen in our homes. Right. That's so old fashioned. (laughs) But like, I mean, I think, you know, these days things, a lot of homes are more unified and equal and, and there is that juggle of just like you really have to decide like how that looks for your family. And I mean, you know, for me, I, thankfully, my husband doesn't, you know, feel too like, I mean, of course, he has a drive and he's very ambitious, but like he also is able to be home and like make most of the moments and if it's vacation or games or even just some downtime. Most of the time he's present and I'm like super grateful for that. But I know a lot of friends and family that their husbands require or wives, I mean, require lots and lots of hours. And it's it's a it's a pull. Yeah, I have felt this, too. Like, um, I think I've mentioned here, but I've always pretty much worked full time. And yeah, it's it's hard, but it is something that I think is like. I don't know. It's very interesting. And I've been jealous of you at times because I feel like you and George have a really good um, awareness maybe of like the the like work and play aspect of life. Like you guys have always been pretty balanced in that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, sure. I don't know. I think it's a fine line. And especially today, a lot of us work from home or we oh. have jobs like mine where It can be two o'clock in the morning and I'm online dealing with a problem or, you know, it just never stops. It's it's not like the old days where you're like punching a card. You're, you know, it's like, it's a little hard to like delineate those lines. So I think like this is something to be really aware of. Yeah. And I think some people, you know, it just in that like phrasing of like, do you, you know, work to live or live to work? You know, like some, you just kind of, it's a good like, balance check of like what is the priority in your life and and where could you give and take a little bit and so yeah because at the end you don't take your stuff with you and it's like you have the memories and the experiences and your people hopefully in the next life and and those are the things that matter the most and not maybe just the bank account so it's like just something to think about perspective totally what about number three, the courage to express your feelings? I mean, it's like every bad rom-com, like you just yes. wanted to say it. Just We've say always it, said right? that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, I I, I, I am not uh, one to hold back my words. And so I hate when people do, or I feel like a, a situation was left with something unsaid because she really it is unsettling. <laughs> it's super unsettling to me. And I've seen it and I've seen, you know, relationships suffer from it and, you know, I mean, probably down to like marriages that fall apart because of it. And I just think like, if we're really talking about your deathbed, you just want to never like, never not know that the people you cared about the most, like 
didn't know how much you cared about them or didn't know how important they were or something that really mattered to you. They, those people know. Well, I think that right there is the ultimate regret, the ultimate deathbed regret, like that someone you love didn't know how you really felt about them. Right. That's what I think. Right. Like that. Oh, that would kill me. Before we go any further, we want to tell you about Haya. If you've been here for a minute, you know that we love our Haya vitamins. Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door. So parents have one less thing to worry about. And we love that. It's non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine. As we're going into sixth season here and just all the germs at school, I really feel like they have given my kids a great defense for their immunity and they really have stayed healthy all year long. I totally agree. Haya fills in the most common gaps in modern children's diets today. And let's be real, I'm not always cooking the most balanced meals if I'm cooking at all. So I love that Haya fills in the gaps and I can really have some sense of peace that they're getting the nutrition that they need. We love that they come in a glass bottle that they get to decorate with stickers and really make their own. And then the refills are delivered on a pediatrician recommended schedule each month, which I totally love. And we've gotten used to and kind of dependent on. To some yes, degree. love it. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. And to claim this deal, you have to go to this website, HayaHealth.com forward slash mom voice. Again, it's not available on their regular website. You have to go to Haya Health, that's H-I-Y-A health.com forward slash mom voice. Make sure to go check it out and get your kids nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. And number four is I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Oh, and I, of course, I mean, we talk about that on the show endlessly through, through, <laughs> through and through, you know, that like friendships and mom friends and like feeling fulfilled by friends is super duper important. And here just as another regret in life, people just saying, I wish I didn't let lose a friendship or let that be not a priority or not, you know. But how interesting, like at the end of the, so think of all the time, let's say, so we're what mid, mid ish thirties. Yeah. Right. right. (laughs) Let's be honest. I mean, really, let's say another 50 years go by. Think of like, they could be talking about the friendships lost in their 30s, oh, yeah. Lauren. I know. Like, that's the sad thing. They're probably not even thinking about high school friendships, yeah. maybe, when you're oh, that old no, on yeah, your deathbed. No, they probably aren't at You know that what I'm point. saying? So I guess this kind of hit me and like, you know, I guess, well, Lauren and I were talking about it briefly and we were like, you know, things just do get busy. Like, kids get older we get more tired as the yeah. years go on. And the I social mean, life doesn't still hold the same priority it once did. There's so, so I mean, many demands. It's easy to think like how, yeah. you know, that can kind of just go to the wayside. Yeah. But at the end of the day, your kids do grow up and then you're just left with your spouse. And those friends are hopefully always going to be there. Your kids grow up and they're living their lives and they're thriving, hopefully. And like, you just think, oh my gosh, I still want to feel that fulfillment and happiness. And, and friends do that for people. Totally. They bring the goodness. They bring like the comfort. They bring the fun. 
than at any age. And I just think people always need good friends. I totally agree. And I can really commend my parents for this, especially my mom in the past year. I have seen her reach out to friends who she hasn't really been in touch with for a while. And it's made me so happy to see her re-engage with like her social circle that I knew when I was a kid, right? I don't know, because I know the joy that I get out of my friendships. You just want that for your parents. And I hope I hope when I'm her age, our, even our kids, our right? Ki- you want it for everybody. Like it's it just really does fill it fills a different void that like even family members really can't give right. you in a weird right. way. Right. I don't know right. what that is, but right. it's really right. bizarre. Well, and one more thing echoing that, um, I think at least this is one moment we can say where social media really does benefit our lives. I think that I feel like I could call upon a lot of friends I haven't seen in five years, maybe even 10 years, if something, and, but we feel like that online connection and we went to high school, went to college together. We lived in this neighborhood together. You're in touch enough. In touch enough. <laughs> yeah. Actually, when we went to Florida, um, I reached out to a friend just kind of talking about the hurricane and like the situation there. That was in my neighborhood when my oldest Tristan was born. She was like one of our close neighbors and she was in Florida. I haven't seen her in near 10 years, 12 years. Jesse Borey, call out to you, Jesse Borey. And she lives in Orlando. And so I reached out during the hurricane, just like, what's the situation? Like, what's what are we walking into? And that, I have not physically seen her Isn't in 10 so years. Cool. I love but you that. can do that on Instagram and you see their pictures and their faces and you feel like you know them. I know. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that. And then number five is being happy. I re- I wish I realized it was a choice. And again, this is something I've like always been fascinated about. I've always loved like studying psychology and the brain and all the things. And like there and I learned this like literally in my teenage years during some hard times when I had to go to counseling back then, but that we do have the power to kind of train our brains. We have the power to rewire those pathways, to change our thoughts, to stop the bad. You know, I was told once that on average, a person has 20,000 words in their head in a given day. So meaning that we all talk to ourselves every single day inside our heads. Oh, 100%. They call it, uh, there's a term, I think they call it inner talk, self-talk, inner talk, something like that. Clearly, I'm not a psychologist, but that 20,000 words, Lauren, that we're in our heads all day, like about everything. Mine is like, what am I eating? Oh my gosh, blah, 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 right? All the things. What should I be doing? I'm not being productive. Blah, blah, I need that laundry done, blah, blah, blah. Like you're talking to yourself all the time. But you know what? Like we actually have the power to stop the negative and replace it with good thoughts. Yeah, I love that. And that's what leads to being happier. I truly believe that we do self-talk because I catch myself, like if I'm Marco Poloing my family or something, and I'm talking about something, but something pops into my head <laughs> when I'm talking. You're having another conversation Because no, it's like head. a one-way conversation. So I'm not like focused on anybody else. No, I'm I've, focused I've on what that. I'm saying. <laughs> and then I stop, stop down, and I'm thinking... <laughs> Oh, wait, but did and it's I, a full two it's minutes. It's a full that she's two minutes because I am self talking to myself. Did I do that? Wait, did I book that? I need to go do that. Did Lauren. And then I'm oh like, my oh, gosh. wait, sorry. It was like I had to talk to myself in my brain 
and you just saw me live doing that <laughs> on the recording. And now I'm back. Hi. Okay. So yeah, let's book that. And da, oh da, 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 da. it is like, it is weird because oh. and I, I catch myself doing it. I'm like, oh, sorry. Oh. I was thinking about something. Not even like, oh, I was reading a text. It's like, I was thinking about something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. And as moms, is it not just like exponential? Oh, it's constant. Yeah. Constant. Because, because I'm alone in my car and I'm oh. driving. I'm thinking about all the things that we're doing, oh. and, but then I'm trying to talk to somebody. It's That's one nice. way. So it's like, oh, but wait. Da, 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 da. Oh. Um, also, we did an episode on this, um, kind of like the choice to be happy, choosing to be happy. And you guys should pull back and go find that. Wait, that's, when was that? That's I don't a good remember. One. It's probably like 30 episodes ago, 20 epi- 25 episodes, 25, my, 25 episodes ago, like brain. choosing to be happy. Yes. Um, I actually saw it recently. And so that's a great one too, to go back and, but like, obviously that this is a choice and kind of all of these things combined between the friends and communication and working hard, but playing hard, all of those things are going to contribute to like a happy life, but also knowing like you're in control of your life and your choices and like trying to, you know, always, it's not always going to be roses and it's never easy daisies. let's be real let's not yeah butterflies all the things it's not but trying to have the perspective of like seeking good over bad will be always helpful hashtag no regrets yeah no, re- no regrets i think i need a tattoo i think i need a tattoo guys hashtag tattoo on my hand by my body and have i that might <laughs> what be, are you saying that might be my like anthem here my new one <laughs> No regrets. She just pointed to her wrist, yeah, by I'm the gonna, way. I'm going to no regrets. Hashtag no regrets. Arm. Oh, I'm, my on gosh. the forearm. So good. I'm not getting a tattoo. <laughs> but maybe I should. No regrets. <laughs> Your authentic self. I need to be true to me. <laughs> I'm just Maybe, maybe not. All right, girl. Well, let's wrap this one up with our hits and misses of the week. What was your miss? Okay, my miss. I know, kind of generic, but like, it's bad. It's like really bad. It's it's really bad. No, no, it's generic. Oh, wow. Meaning, my room is so out of control. In what way? It's just such laundry. a laundry. Actually, I have. I got last night was like seriously an hour of like buckle down and just focus and get my space together. It's so just a mean? pile high of five trips combined, oh, yeah. clean laundry, dirty laundry, shoes, gifts already piling up. New product, new jewelry. It's like all the things. And I just like can't help but always put it in my room because I don't want to look at it throughout the house. And then if like people are coming or whatever. Your room is the zone where nobody goes. Well, it's the zone where nobody goes, but it's also in the worst spot in the whole house because if you're in my TV room and that door were to open, you would peek into my. Like that door never opens. Oh, it's of all the times I've been over there. It could be. It could be very scary if people saw into it. No, it's just like I even was saying like, and this weekend I didn't even have like five minutes and I'm just like, George, I'm suffocating in here. I'm drowning. I'm drowning in all the crap everywhere. Yeah. And granted, 100% I have too much crap and I do need to just like throw it. No, not throw it, but like get like we threw some stuff for sure. But oh, it's like it's overwhelming. Well, how are you doing on your um, holiday shopping? Oh, like. 0.1% 0.1% is done. Really? I have like nothing Are done. Stress? I'm starting to stress. Oh. And I said, George, uh, the kids haven't even written their Christmas list. And we're at oh, this year no. where it's like, yeah, what do I want? And I just want to slap them all when they say well, that. You're kind of at the year where it's like, 
expensive. Is the magic much. holding on? The magic is, well. Holding? It's Do you holding. know what I'm saying? Yeah, wink, wink. magic is holding. Is it? Uh, well, For no, the oldest? No child has ever asked me. And, and I'm will deny, deny. that. Oh, I will deny. Lauren. I will deny. Lauren. I will never openly say that. No, I would never. Oh, my no, goodness. No, I will not deny. I will not be like live straight to their face. Yeah. Like, he is real. Yeah, right. But I will say, you know, believe to receive. Wink, wink. And you, it's up to you. I mean, what do you think? I'm, I'm just never going to have that sit sure. down. I won't. Sure. I get that. I won't. No, it's bizarre, like, how done I'm done. That's so impressive. Like, bizarre. I, and usually, I'm like, it is almost Thanksgiving, and usually I am so much further oh, along. Totally. I don't I know agree. how this has happened. Honestly, I don't know if Florida kind of threw me off, like, we, you know. Your you timeline? Yes, my timeline. Yeah. As you all know, we were just in Florida, and it was like, early November. And I don't know, like just gearing up for that. And then like kind of recouping and my birthday and like homework for the kids. Like it's just been kind of on the back burner. And I'm like, here we are. I have to buckle down. Oh girl. I'm sorry. That's okay. Oh my gosh. Well, funny enough, my miss, it's kind of in the same realm, but my house has been like heavily hit with the sickness lately. Yes. Of all sorts. I Speaking know. of Florida, we come home from the flight. The very next day, my daughter has a like two, three day viral, whatever, kept her out of school. She was sick. Then the day after she gets better, my husband gets sick for like a week or whatever. It has just been nonstop I know. to where the laundry in my house had been piling and piling and piling and the suitcases had not been unpacked and still, oh, still, I still. Know, like I it know. had just been like pure survival mode. Legit. Like this could be my hit, but it's not. On Saturday, I like put my phone away. We got done with the parade. I came home. I like locked it down. I was like, laundry is getting done. I'm not going to bed until this ish is like done. Like yeah. I couldn't live with it one more day. I know. I'm not even kidding, there. Lauren. I'm there. I was like, I'm not going to bed till literally every single load of laundry is in a drawer on a hanger. My house is vacuumed for once. Like I was so over it and it happened. Oh, and it's such a relief. Yeah. Girl. And I'm right there. Ugh. No, we, we spent it some time last night on it. And it, 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 we had, I had two primary programs for our church yesterday, this like youth show that they do at church. And I, it, it just was like one thing after that, we did the Christmas tree. The kids demanded we do the tree. I'd been putting yes, it off for like five course. days. It was just like, so I'm like, last night I buckled down for like an hour, but even that did not get barely, like barely half of it. Speaking so, of the tree, did you do a real one? Yeah. No, or we, are, we one? are converted. Fully did you fake. Fully? Yeah, you know that. No, I did. But didn't you get a real one last year too? No, it's probably been two years of fake trees. We I have two you trees. Did both. You no. have two fake ones? Two fake ones. Oh, I thought we you did. did a fake in the front and a real in the family room. It was like that for like a year, maybe two. But I think this is our second or third year That's of both fun. being fake. Good job. So we got them up. We're on our ways. Yay. Slowly but surely. Are your Christmas lights up? No, I told I them we are not doing that before Thanksgiving. Oh, Poor see, Thanksgiving doesn't even get a chance. Oh, see, I feel like that's the thing to do because it's such a beating to do it. Like at least enjoy it for like four solid weeks no, because it is such a grueling thing to get up. We talked about this last year in and out of like how intense it is doing a second story. And I'm like, that needs to get done ASAP because if you don't, Death your day's into December and it's like, okay, you get it for 20 days. 
know. So it's like, man, oh, we've got to get that fight out. I had with my husband last, last year, year. I remember. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, what was your hit of the week? My hit is just kind of fun and silly, but like actually as well last night. This is why we didn't as well get my room cleaned up <laughs> is we actually played sardines with the kids. Uh, sardines? No, I don't oh, know this. Stop it! I'm dead serious. I don't know this. So it's is it a one card game? Goes and hides, and the house is dark. Okay. And when you find them, you hide with them, and you don't want to be the last one to find them. Legit, never heard of this. You have never played sardines. Never played sardines. Sarah, why is it called sardines? Like a glorified hide and seek. That is hilarious. Wait, when you find them, you just jump in. So you hide with. Yes, I'd, you don't want to be the last one. how does the next person know to go look? No, so, okay. I'm how confused. It, how it plays, how we played it. Should we turn off all the lights in the house? And believe it or not, we all go stand outside the front door oh. and the person goes in and oh. hides. It's Big Brother style. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> the person goes inside and hides in the dark. And, um, and then we went in and you find them and you kind of spread out. Like everybody should spread out. So the first person that finds them hides with the person. And then the oh, second person, oh, second person found the two of them. They had three. And then, da, 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 and then the last person to find, find you loses. So the first person to find you actually wins. And then they get to be oh, it. Oh, that's But fun. the kids just thought it was really fun. And I who mean, intro, how'd this come together? Uh, really? You know, this is another funny Influencer. story. No. Oh. So we had our Friendsgiving, annual Friendsgiving dinner, my friend Jade puts together yes. on Saturday night. And we played sardines. Shut up. 12 adults. Jade, you're 12 too adults, cute. And we literally ran around her house in the dark and it was straight hilarious. So hilarious. cute. And the best part is when you don't know the house, I mean, it's slash terrifying because you're like, ah! and she like did a really good job making it super dark, like covered the cracks and the little lights and everything. So it was like dark. It was so, Big Brother. Yes. The black room. Oh, yes, like the, the challenges. The yes, the black exactly. Box. So we are calling around and it good was job, straight. Jade. It was straight. Hilarious. I guess they had done this in Lake Powell on the houseboat and it's like super dark and not huge and just hilarious. So they're like, we're playing sardines. So yes, never just imagine 12 adults hiding and running around the house with like, it's, we're like children. It was hilarious. What life have I lived that I've never <laughs> that played we this need game? To play, we need to play sardines. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Well, my hit is super lame on the hills of that. Oh no, my gosh. Oh my gosh. That but is so silly. No. no. <laughs> Dude, really? This is a mom hit of all hit. But I got a new vacuum, Lauren. Ooh, <laughs> what did you get? No, it's not even like what it is, but it was just like the joy that a new vacuum brings. Well, a good, strong suction, <laughs> yeah. lines. Lines, a yes. clean, A cleaned out like bin that doesn't feel <laughs> dusty and dirty. But how tragic is it when like legit after the first pass, it's already wrecked. Like you look at the pretty little oh, bin the and, it's and the like, bristles oh. are like dirty already. And you're like, oh, shoot. Your virginity is gone. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Win. No, but literally I have like I have good vacuums, but like they had just like, well, I have a two story house now. So that's just the challenge. Do you have one for upstairs and I one? Do. Yeah, I happen so, to have two. Yeah, exactly. So my upstairs vac like just bit the dust and it was kind of a beating because. Well, you only have carpet upstairs. Exactly. And that's the hard part. So like I have a stick that my mom gifted me a while ago, but I like using that on the hard floor better. Okay. I feel like it works yeah. better on the hard than the, the carpet. I don't know why. I feel like it gets clogged very easily in the carpet for some reason. Anyway, long story short, I finally bit the bullet at Costco and I got a new shark and dude, 
I am so pumped on it. I have vacuumed every single day. Good every for day. you. It's self-propelled, Lauren. What does that mean? Like a vacuum. Or and not, like, uh, sorry, oh, like, like a, a lawnmower. Oh, you know how a lawnmower like, like self-propels and you have to Whoa, pull it back? Oh, yeah. So no more like forcefully pushing. It just like goes and you just pull it. It's Ooh, beautiful. That. Good for you. Oh, That's very best. satisfying for So satisfying. Sarah. Satisfying. My kids, when they Ugh. say, oh, it's so satisfying. I'm like. Do they say that? Yes. Satisfying. Like That's from so like those stupid YouTube videos with like weird sounds or weird. <laughs> pe- let me peel this open the or like slime. listen to this squeaky slime. <laughs> Oh, it's so satisfying. Oh, that's so I'm like, funny. you don't even know what that word means. Oh, but they're yeah. like, I, I oh, don't this, know that word. It, it, Caleb, he'll like peel something off or like something weird, you know, or like rip something or like that's the sound is a, that's so satisfying. No. I'm like, okay, oh my you, gosh. because that's a YouTube. thing. You know, that's a thing uh-uh. on YouTube. It's called something no. where people make noises and, and stuff. Like sensory things. Yeah, it's like a sensory thing. There's a name. I'm going to find out the name. I know. YouTube and, is banned in my house. You weird. know this. We it's don't weird. have the app on my TV. Or anything. That's good. I know. There's a lot of bizarre, satisfying things. Satisfying (laughs) things. And always, right? No. (laughs) All right. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do us for this episode. Thank you for hanging out with us today. We appreciate you being here. If you can, take a minute and go give us a five-star rating and a review if you enjoyed what you heard today. You can find Lauren and I on all the socials at The Mom Voice Podcast. Alright guys, well with that, we hope you have a great holiday season and we will see you next week. All right, take care of each other. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye.